the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. What up, what up, what up? The name is Sushi. Human, human. Sushi. That's right. Hey. I'm human. I'm, su- I'm Sushi? Yeah, are you? Aren't you Sushi? I mean... Okay. I'd like to think I'm human as well. No, you're not. No? Definitely not human. I mean, I, don't, I think you're sushi. <laughs> well, because I'm raw, son. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I tell people when they ask me what human sushi means. I never have like a real answer because it really doesn't mean anything, you know? It's a senseless podcast for a senseless world. Yeah, I know, but what Boom. does that have to do with sushi? God, I'm getting good at this. <laughs> Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> but now I tell them, nah, it's because, you know, we're raw. We just talk about anything, you when, know? It's like, it's just you. raw humans. I don't know. When I give it to you, yeah, give it to you, bro. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like the way you did that <laughs> at all. That's why I'm the rapper of the two of us. <laughs> What's good, homie? <laughs> what up, man? What do we got on the show today, man? Well, we got a special. Damn, we went to the guest quick, man. Bro. That's how you could tell this is an esteemed Woo-hoo. guest that we got sitting yes, here in the building. We man. ain't wasting no time, no time whatsoever. So oh, we got a special, a special yeah. guest sushi in the building. We got Brandon, aka Miami Beat Wave. Yes, sir. Miami. Appreciate you guys having me. What's up, homie? What up? Oh, I'm over here, man. I love the vibe. How's it like to be on uh, the other side of the microphone? Oh, it's different. I mean, <laughs> interviewing is nothing new to me, but yeah. definitely when he was mic checking me and asking me, like, "Yo, okay, so you got to talk into the mic right here." I, I had like, to, yeah. yeah, I had to, you know, let me him and Renee, know. Me and Renee just met, so yeah, I think so, you guys yeah. are off to a bad start already. <laughs> no, right? you know? no, not on no, my no. end. I'm good. No, 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 he's a beautiful person. I like his biggie shirt too. So, Thanks, word. so word. he's all good with me. He wins yeah. a lot of points for that. Uh huh. But for people that don't know, uh, Miami Beat Wave, or do you prefer Miami Beat Wave or Brandon? Or it's well, I feel like Miami you, you Beat can Wave call sounds me Brandon. Like, right. Shoddy can call me Brandon. Okay. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna still call him Shoddy. I'm not gonna <laughs> that's, call him Drake. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what, do you, what do I call you then? Beat. <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. Right. I don't know what you can call me. <laughs> Is there a nickname for yeah. Miami Beat Wave? MB people dubs? just say Beat Wave usually. Yo, yeah. Beat Wave. Okay. Yo, can I call you Beat Dubs or Brandon or B? Can I call you B Dubs? I mean. No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ob- it's obvious by the title you're you're a producer. Yes, sir. Uh, beat maker, sound engineer, just uh, overall that sound and is kind of your thing, right? Yes, sir. Music producer, um, owned a couple studios, uh, produced for people like uh, Rick Ross, <clears throat> Sizzla, Killer Mike, Dead Prez, a lot of hip hop stuff. Also done some stuff in Germany with some house. Uh, House DJs named the Crush Boys went on the charts over there with mm. that type of stuff. So I've done some dance stuff nice. aside from the hip hop stuff, commercial stuff, uh, SoFly Jordan commercial, doing the sound for that. Uh, I've done a Nintendo game before, 15 tracks on that oh, called shit. Miami Law. Nice. It was on the Nintendo DS though. So still, man, Nintendo, it's a I, brand I, right there. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, mm. definitely a lot of brand names in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some Tiger Direct. Yeah, some commercial commercial stuff. But um, so tell me, B Dubs, what's been the favorite project that you've done? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> but uh, you're right; it is a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, man. I tried to warn you. Renee's our resident uh, troll. I'm the I'm Joe the, Rogan of podcasts. Oh no, you're the Joe Rogan of podcasts. But Joe Rogan is a podcasters. Well, Joe Rogan as a commentator. I'm the Joe Rogan commentator of podcasts. Jeez, you're going to so, have to shave your head. Yeah, I'm so confused, man. You're going to have to shave your head and do like three cycles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I look like <laughs> Joe Rogan looks like he ate me, right? But let me let me ask you though, was hip I know you do a lot of different uh genres of music and stuff, but like was hip hop your avenue into like, you know, your current career? Did you get into it through hip hop or were you just always a music fan in general? Oh, well, my grandmother played organ in the church for 20 years, so I started off with the church piano stuff and then eventually I started uh in a band in middle school mm. not a rock and roll band or anything like that like orchestra band what did you Let's play say, oh th- see this is this is the part I hate <laughs> um flute oh no shit yeah so now the the flute is cool right because like it's all in the future songs and like everybody uses it in their beats and shit but when I was in sixth grade playing the flute was not cool yeah, right. Did you start it's with very the recorder? Cool now. Did you start with the recorder? Uh, no, I think I just went straight to flute because I'm nasty. Do you remember that <laughs> the recorder? Do you remember that shit? I sure do. Yeah, everybody had to play the recorder at some point though. In, yeah, in, in elementary school. Elementary school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, but it led you to this now. So I mean, it is cool, you know. Right, right, right. So I went to symphonic band. So I was playing a lot of um, you know uh, written pieces by other people and stuff like that. Not really making my own music yet. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that. I wanted to write poetry and do some raps, and then I realized a couple things uh, <laughs> that, that maybe I should go a different way. One of them was that I couldn't get beats from anybody. Mm. Okay. So I was like, fuck it. Let me buy a sampler and start making beats. And then I, necessity. I, bu- I built a home studio in my, um, in my um, room. I guess this is around maybe 10th or 11th grade. And uh, from there, I started recording rappers around my block. Mm-hmm. I think the first person I ever recorded was Warlock. Shout out to him. Uh, Shout out to, to Warlock. He, he went to my uh, to my high school as well, mm-hmm. South Miami. And um, oh, you went to South Miami? I sure did. I'm a Cobra. No shit. Mm. Yeah. Did you ever know Littles? Uh, my boy Manny. No, I I mean I met I met both of you at the same time. I don't even know if we want to tell this story, do we? Let's do it. It was eating. It was eating. Um, Shroom chicken wings. No, <laughs> yeah, neither of you were there, but you were. Um, and it was. It was. We met through Donovan Knowles, which is is no not his real way. name. Which is not, not yeah, his real name. Donovan Price, right? I, I, I guess. Yeah. I don't. I still don't even know if that's his real name either. Yeah. Who yeah. is this mysterious person? Oh, Oof, Lord. That's a. Do whole we even podcast. want to tell a story? That's a whole podcast, dude. Well, so that's wait. how I met you. So where where was this at? Uh, at the five 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 building at the Venetian. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's where we had our studio. Oh shit, that's where I work yeah. now. No shit. Yeah, but like not in the studio. Well, you let us know if you see that guy. All right. Cool. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's where I have. <laughs> he owes it. you money or something. What's up with that? Oh, he owes me time. Yeah. That's well, that's I the mean. thing. Like that was our studio, and he used to run around telling people it was his joint. And yeah. I had to like in front of people, in front of his clients, I had to be like, "Nope, this is my spot." And you oh, know, like shit. I had to put him on the spot a couple times. I yeah. didn't even see. I didn't even know that was your spot when well, I first my, went. That was my spot. That's insane. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, not only was he was he saying that it was his spot, his name was changed too. That wasn't even his name. Right. He used the the, the last name Knowles 
as like Beyonce knows right. and would use that as, hey, this is who I am. I'm such a such Beyonce's cousin, cousin, yeah. cousin or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And um, that's per- perpetrating a fraud. And the, the craziest thing, I'll never forget the first day I met him. Um, I went up to the studio and he had girls trying to do a boot camp yep. to sing oh, and man. he had them running up and down the Venetian stairs yep. No. Yep. with their boyfriends there watching. Well, you know what the like, fuck the fuck is You know what the fucking part is? What the fuck does that have to do with singing? Oh, well, he bro. was copying like it was some reality show that was doing the same shit at the time. So he was like trying to copy that whole style and act like he was going to make all these girls famous and shit. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Was he filming it or was he just telling them, like, run up and down the stairs? I don't know what his motives were, bro, but they were a little suspect for me, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I just just got out of um, Full Sail at the time. So I just graduated. People wanted me to be an intern from Full Sail. You know, I had interns at Circle House or um, out in L.A. or Patchwork in Atlanta. They had a couple places that I could go to. But, you know, nobody wants to be a fucking intern. But they tell you in the beginning... You have to start out as an intern. You ha- like, there's no other way to get in. You Pay know what I mean? Dues, right. Other than starting your own studio, like I did. Right. So, which is really not heard of coming out of, of full sale. Right. Um. So when I when I linked up with this guy and he was giving me all these stories about who he was, I was like, oh shit! You know, I just graduated college. I'm gullible right now. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, he's like, yo, mix these records for me. One was called Firefly. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. And the artist was pretty dope, but I spent a lot of time mixing the records, mm-hmm. came back and, and gave him the record. Then after that, the whole thing blew up where he was fake. And then everybody started knowing he was fake. And then he moved to L.A. Right, and then he right. moved somewhere else. Then they found out he was fake over there. And then over there, they did wow. something about it. Something I heard Holy a couple shit. stories. And that had happened in a couple other places prior to him coming to Miami, too. That's like a right. true Hollywood story, man. Well, you know what's funny, and I, I actually want to go back to the story because I, I actually don't remember meeting you back yeah, then. Yeah, so. I know because it was real quick. It was in the, I guess what, on the top floor. They have a little Mike's, restaurant. Mike's. They have Mike's, a little restaurant. Yeah. Yes. We had chicken wings. You wasn't worried about me. I was real young. Right, right. You was a famous rapper in Miami at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is before podcasts. Right, before the podcast. Yeah. Um, before I was known I used as... To have this to is call still... scheduled chill time with him. I yeah. Like, Yo, this is got... when I had an ID... <laughs> this is when I had an ID for CD. No you shit. Know? Do they still make those things? No, nah, I, don't, I don't even Not know Not the ID for CDs, but the CDs and CDs? No, nah, I don't know what that is. You mean like a bank account? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> gains interest... So what's funny about that, though, is that like uh, maybe like a year or two ago, I was like, hmm, I wonder what's up with this dude. You know what I'm saying? You searched him? Yeah, I searched him on Google. And there's a whole message board with people from all over the country talking about how the same thing. He would go to a studio. He'd set up shop. He'd do a boot camp where he had half naked girls doing all (laughs) kind of shit. This is the wildest thing I've ever seen. There's a whole message board dedicated to this shit, man. What? This guy might be. No way, man. Yeah. My new hero. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to wrap it up because he doesn't even deserve that much time. Right, right, right. Because at the end of the day. I feel like for me, at least since I just got out of school and stuff like that, it was the introduction into the music industry where there's so many people who are fake. There's so many people saying things that they're they're not who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so on and so forth. And that was my first big experience with it. Yeah. You right. get what I'm saying? And after that, then I start. it, it was like a learning experience. Mm-hmm. So shit yeah thanks I'm, i can't thanks because now i don't trust nobody and, then, <laughs> and 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 at least now like when you meet somebody in the industry 
you either need to do research on them or literally be in the studio with them and see the talent or you right. know heard about them from somebody else it just can't be somebody walking up to you because i'm, I'm definitely sure his his diamond chains were fake too right yeah. and all yeah. that shit you yeah. know yeah. what i mean like you Jeez. can definitely play the part yeah. but that's cheesy. But man. you know, it's a valuable lesson, I think. You know, I, I, and, I, I, and and we learned the same thing. We may, we weren't like coming out of school or whatever, but you know, I had a manager at the time. Shout out to to Manolo. We're actually gonna have him on the Eargasm or something. Eargasm. I remember yeah, yeah, that was our company. I remember. Yeah. So uh, I guess he had talked to our manager first, and so I heard it from my manager. This dude is Beyonce's cousin, and my manager, my uh, my friend, he's a friend of mine. You know yeah, what I'm saying, Manolo. That's somebody I trust mm-hmm. to this day. You know what I mean? So like, no he, movie pun intended. Yeah, no, it's hard to trust a guy named That's Manolo. So crazy! Manolo. I know. Hey. I just I just thought about it in my head. I was like, damn, it would be so hard for me to trust your eyes. What you mean though? Manolo never fucked over Tony, bro. Well, what I you mean, mean man? Okay, are, we, right. are we really gonna get into this? No, that's true. Tony was wrong. Tony was oh, wrong. Okay, he didn't fuck his sister. He fucked his sister, okay. but he also married his sister. He did the honorable okay, thing. Okay, I see what you're saying. He did the honorable I thing. See, you know such a saying? romantic son. Yeah. Like, if I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to fuck my boy sister, I mean, at least it, I could do his It was her. a very romantic movie, so that's what Shotty <laughs> took from it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I heard it from a secondhand account. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, this dude, he, you know what I'm saying? This is Beyonce's cousin. So I had, you know, I had to trust it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And then when mm-hmm. we all kind of found out. Pretty shortly after that, he was full of shit. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. But it's a valuable lesson, though, man. You kind of learn that there's no such thing as a shortcut in this industry. Right. And that's kind of like what this dude was offering, a shortcut. Mm -hmm. I could get you a shortcut to Beyonce, to Mm -hmm. all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, If it's too good to be true, right? Well, in anything. it probably is. In anything in life, too, man. Right. Of course. Of course. That's funny, man. Like, I I can't believe, like. I didn't know that when I think about when we met, it's I think about like your studio, maybe. Or, right, right, you know, right. Yeah. Way after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. And that's that. Uh, it was very brief. Mm-hmm. We ate chicken wings and that was it. I think you asked him for something from a beat or stems from a file or something. It was it was brief. You know what I mean? As but I knew as... who you were because I had I had your CD. Okay. Oh, so, so you had the CD prior to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. That bugs me Who out. Who didn't man. have an ID4 CD? That bugs me out, dude. Yeah, to this real. day, man. Local legend, son. Yeah, it's hard like to I you know, now I don't take that shit for granted, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, of back course. in the day you get gassed and yeah, I'm the man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> then I realized I ain't shit when I moved to LA and uh-huh. came back and everybody was just living their life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the world didn't stop without nope. me here. That was no, a huge No, no, no. And like, and there's new artists and there's new people making and music, hot. yeah. And they did, and they don't stop. You know what I mean? That's the mm-hmm. thing. Once you go away for a little bit, people forget about you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, because, easy. And especially, you know, the kids. The kids. Uh, I think. I think in between the time that you're you're talking about, everything changed because of the internet. Right. Because of the way that you could independently upload something, uh, even as a kid, as a soldier boy, or as a Whatever, YouTube kid, because I'm sure there's all these YouTube kids that make tons of money. I don't know. That's the craziest thing. Like, they review toys and shit like that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's where we're at now. But in between the CD phase and, hey, if I wanted to see Shoddy perform, ID4 perform, or if I wanted to CD, I had to physically go out and do it or physically buy it Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. And then you came back and there's these kids... You know, already on the internet, YouTube. Uh, you can jack beats from uh, from from YouTube and from the internet. SoundClick. You know what I mean? You didn't have to go begging producers for beats anymore or trying to make them yourself or all this yeah. stuff. It was like so easy and like all of a sudden, this whole new wave of 
of of artists happened and the way of making the music and how fast it was made happened. Yeah. Yeah, no gas. I saw um I, I remember coming back from California. I was there for like two, two, three years, maybe. And I came back and I was kinda out of touch with the hip hop scene. So I went out to one of these events and I seen a omniscient perform. Mm-hmm. Word. And bro, it tore that shit down. He's the He's like a local cat, you know what I'm saying? But like it's like I had been gone for that long that I forgot that there's like other dudes here that can actually, <coughs> you know, that, that could do their thing and shit. Of course. So that shit kind of put me back on on that uh, inspirational kind of overdrive, you know what I'm saying? Where I had to get in the studio. I was like, okay, I got some fucking work to do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I've been gone for a minute, dude. Mm-hmm. And now 2019, the saturation is just crazy. It's on a whole nother level. Yeah. We Even t- with producing. I'm not even talking about rapping now or or directing or, you know, Mm -hmm. like because the behind the scenes has become very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, it wasn't. It was mysterious. People didn't know about it. It was magic. Right. Which I still love that. Like, I love that idea. You know what I mean? But now uh, lots of the behind the scenes people are famous now. You know what I mean? Before they weren't. (laughs) But it was always just the front man. Yeah. But a lot of the behind-the-scenes videos still maintain that mystery because of the way they edit the video, right? So they True. don't really you know, show you as they develop every single part of the beat. But they'll just kind of cut to like, okay, now this is here, now this is here, now this is here, right? So, um, you know, still, it's it's like unless you do it and practice your art, you're never going to get good, you know? And right. that's a lot more than we were given back in the day, though. I, that's true, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? But that's also planned out, editing a video and stuff like that. I could be making a beat with an artist in the studio and... Mm-hmm. His girlfriend's girlfriend's homeboy has a phone out and is recording what I'm doing. That's true. Too. And now it's automatically already online. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you're still you're still talking about like something you would have control over. Right. Right. You know what I mean? If you're in the studio with people and and I mean, I'm not big enough to tell people to keep their their phones outside like like I'm sure uh, Rihanna or you have those uh, like magnetic or Chris bags. Brown would do. You know Tarantino, what I mean? Tarantino Tarantino does that too. I believe it, man. Sets. With the magnetic bags, like at comedy shows. Yeah, he makes you turn oh. in your phone. He can't. You can't bring your phone into the set. Nice. I, I mean, it makes sense, man. That's how it should be. Yeah. It makes sense, and it promotes like camaraderie, you know, around the cast and crew too, which is beneficial to the to the the set and ultimately the movie. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm everybody's energy is there and not stuck on their phone so they're vibing more yeah man you think he thought it through that that psychologically or you're just saying that no i absolutely think that's what, for at least for tarantino he mm-hmm. he said as much you okay. know he said he wanted to like create an atmosphere where everybody's like having to interact with each other and that way it right. adds like this like family element everyone's trying to make a good movie you know mm-hmm. it, it gotcha. ultimately like helps the project you know what's a crazy question that you just made me think of? And now everybody that I record reads their lyrics off their phone, writes their lyrics mm-hmm. on their phone, right? Mm-hmm. Do actors, is it the same thing? Do they get their scripts digitally now? Is it not like like you, you give somebody a script and they read it like that? Probably. I'd rather read an actual script, you know, a printed out script oh, on of paper. Course. Yeah, so of I course. would imagine that actors do too. Still. And and I think they do because they have to like put notes on it and shit. I know you can do all that, all that shit digitally, but I would think it's a little easier to just do it gotcha, right gotcha. there on the spot. Yeah. Interesting. All yeah. right. Yeah, because every artist that walks into the studio is writing on, on their, their phone. Yeah. Well, look, I had a, a meeting with someone recently where I wanted to pitch one of my scripts and I went to Kinko's and got it printed out. Okay. So that's I don't know if that's because I'm an old ass dude. Right, right, right. Or what you know? <laughs> right, right. But in my like, in my opinion, that's the default way that people want to read scripts. Gotcha. I'm not a I'm not against like emailing scripts. I've done that too. You know. Right. 
but there's something about holding it in your hand. Yeah. Oh no, exactly. You know, holding it, flipping the pages. Yeah. Shoot, there's just like a, a reading a book and reading it off the Kindle thing. You Do know, you rather, would you rather read a book? Of course, man. Mm. I mean, it's a, it even has a different smell. I know it sounds weird, but no, it's tactile. It's like thing, yeah. everything about it is different. You know, and it it makes you commit because the mm. you know you're reading a book. Mm. You can't just swipe away and open up Instagram real quick. You know what I mean? Very or, true. Or like look through a bunch of other books that you have on your device, yeah. even if you don't leave the Kindle device. Or you know? receive a text message that throws you off. Now all of a sudden you're thinking about something else in your life. Right. Now you're not even enjoying the art that you're supposed to be enjoying. Exactly, man. Yeah. And that's the thing about the way we used to consume entertainment back in the day. It was so singular to whatever mm. it is that you're doing. Mm. And I feel like it lets you immerse yourself a little more, mm. you know? Nowadays, it's like you got everything on one device, and I understand the practicality of it, but mm -hmm. I wonder if we lose some of the nuance in like the individual things that we're doing. You know, phones are cool, man. It's about self control. I mean, you have a supercomputer in your pocket, so that is amazing. I mean, mm. I literally I needed to take a measurement the other day, and there's an app for it. You know what I mean? So right. like, it's cool, but um, like in the end, it's up to you to control yourself and tear yourself away from it, turn it off, whatever. You know what I mean? And I I, I have. I have a diff a little different opinion about that because mm. I feel like we're just in an age where like there is no self control with your cell phone, man. Sometimes I check like mm. I'm I, I can definitely control that because I hate my cell phone. Like when I wake up in the mornings, a lot of the time I'll give myself 15 minutes before I look at my phone right. because when I look at my phone, I already get anxiety. I already start thinking about all these things as soon as I wake up, and I need that time in the morning to just have that that moment mm -hmm. but then there's days that i um there's days that i wake up and I look at my phone real quick yeah there's right. days where where i'm holding my phone in my hand then i ask somebody where the fuck is my phone yeah <laughs> so now it's almost become i feel like it's almost become a physical addiction mm -hmm. you know what i mean and once it goes to a physical addiction it's like it's not like a, a mind thing anymore I mean, I think, I, uh, that's all depending on what you believe with, with that type of stuff. But. Yeah, I think it's telling, actually, that a lot of the executives in Silicon Valley don't let their kids have phones. A lot of the same really? guys that are making these phones and making these apps to go on the phone, they don't let their kids have phones. Because until, their kids have chips in their arms. Well, that's one thing. That's <laughs> going to interfere with the signal and shit. But they also know that they're creating these like addictive, these highly addictive devices. You right. Know? And they so, know it better than everybody. So mm -hmm. if they're steering their kids away from it, you know, yeah. what oh, should wow. you like? Is there a reason that a kid should have um, social media? Forget a phone. A phone, I get it because the parents got to be in contact. But there is there a reason for a kid to have social media in middle school? Oh, man. I... High school, I get it. Y'all trying to go to parties, take pictures. That's when you kind of start like doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. And but I'm thinking middle Google, school, too. Yeah, Google. Because Google's is. for information, but at the same time, should a kid even have Google? And depending on what age, should you have that? Because when I was younger, and you know, I was like, "Oh shit, what's a blowjob?" I had to go walk to my friend's <laughs> house down the block and knock <laughs> yeah. on his door and be like, "Yo, homie, have you heard of this blowjob thing? What yeah. is this? How, what was up with this?" <laughs> Nowadays, a kid can get on Google and search goddamn anything, and the fucking pictures will pop up. Everything will pop up. That's not how I was raised. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. some scary shit. Like when you think about it. And yeah. then, it, and then I think it, in long term effects, it becomes a desensitizing thing, you know. Definitely. For people, humans, they're, they're definitely getting more desensitized because yeah. what you feed your, the way everybody's vegan and feeds their bodies, they forget that the mind is the same thing. The way you feed your body is the same way you got to feed your mind. You feed your mind with negative thoughts and negative imagery and all that stuff. Right. It's definitely gonna be stuck in there, 
you know, same way as when you eat a piece of red meat that you're not supposed to be eating and it stays in your system long in your body. But a lot of people taking care of their bodies right now, but still not taking care of their minds. So hopefully. Right. I, I also wonder, I know that it gives us access to more information, right, mm-hmm. as a species and shit. But like developmentally, is it good for your mind to be able to access it that easily? Mm-hmm. Like what I guess what I'm trying to say is when you're writing a paper in high school, mm-hmm. right? To do research for the paper, what did you have to do? Go to the library. Go to the library. Yeah. Go to the library. And then once you get to the library, that's a whole nother Or mission. interview people. Right. Mm-hmm. So you had to work for that of information. Yeah. You know? So it, it, I feel like it that sucked. information would stick more. You know that what I mean? That shit sucked, mm. though, That's man. very true, too. <laughs> that shit sucked, huh? Yeah, man. Fuck that shit, man. Give me a <laughs> fucking phone. Renee's like, you can't fight it. I mean, Yo. look, that's, your, your position ultimately is the right one because... You can't fight technology. Bro. Are exactly. we old and Renee's young? I think that's what it is, right? Nah, it's this not. Show, nah, this nah, show nah, has shown me my old ass ways. <laughs> nah, but you do. That's a good point, though. You can't fight technology, bro. It's coming. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I tried. I just got Instagram four months ago. So, I mean, I'm You're trying kidding. to fight it. Get know? the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's impossible, son. <laughs> I um, read in the Miami Herald today. I don't know if this is real or not, bro. It seems so far-fetched and shit, but that uh, the first flying carport mm-hmm. is being built here in Miami. Yep. And that the flying car is basically already about to come out. Uber drones in the next five years. You heard it here. They say it's for, it's about 400 grand yeah. the for Jetsons. the flying car. The Jetsons. It's like yeah. the Jetsons. Exactly. The Jetsons. What, yeah. So it's coming, bro. Well, when I was younger, I thought we would already be at the Jetsons. Like I thought 2019 when I was young, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be Jetsons. According to Back and to the we're Future. And now we're not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. According to too. Back to the Future, we're, we're, a, we're already there. Yeah? Yeah, 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 We're a few years <laughs> late, but we're almost there. That's cool, man. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know that I'll be the first one or the first no, out of the first million man. people on there. You know what I mean? Did you get the flying car? Yeah. Hold that. on, hold on. In Miami, they can't drive anyway. Could you imagine <laughs> them driving in the air, dog? Oh I couldn't even God. imagine that. Holy you know shit. Many, you know, you know what? If that happens, I'm buying a bike, man. I'm going everywhere in a bicycle. Because if because <laughs> of these people who are driving on the road right now in Miami are going to be flying around too. You know how oh, many people keep know. their tank on E and shit? Fucking B falling that's what out I'm of the sky. <laughs> oh, that's me. My my gas is like always a little bit before E all the time. <laughs> no, yeah. if I'm driving on the ground, I'm going to have like the roof of my car reinforced with fucking steel and shit. Because you're going to have cars fucking falling on <laughs> you, B. Like, yeah. Right? You know what like, oh, what if uh, the network goes down for a minute and shit, you know? Like, yeah, it's crazy, man. Mm. They say that too about uh, the electric cars you know the ones that are like always like mm-hmm. plugged into the internet that you, you can actually take control of them you can hack that shit and take control of somebody's car yeah you imagine that bro it's crazy or like when you put eventually uh body parts like replacement parts are gonna start being having digital functionality yeah and then you can hack that too which is crazy you could hold somebody for ransom say if you don't pay me a million dollars i'm gonna turn off your pacemaker right now you know mm. boom yeah mm. that's, crazy. that's powerful yeah. well that's that and that's another thing right like if we get into the conspiracy territory like we no, have no no we're going straight black oh, we're mirror going here there. today yeah, for some there. odd reason but, hey that's fine <laughs> look at the smile i've on seen this all the seasons <laughs> i love I love, I, I love it i guided it there very carefully <laughs> never <laughs> seen dre so happy it. before <laughs> he's like yeah someone else <laughs> yeah man but uh no what i was gonna say is like having all information in one place. Yeah. You know, scary. It's a little scary, man. Hell yeah. Back in the day, 
before the internet, before it was centralized. And look, obviously, I'm saying this, and I am aware of all the benefits of the internet, Doug. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get course. it. But we also have to look at porn. The yeah, porn. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to look at the potential drawbacks too, right? right? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it's funny that you say that because less work now, too. Just like he was saying, back in the day, yeah. you'd have to order Oof. a magazine or forget, steal it from your friend or, Bro. you know, get one from where, go. Uh, what was it, like, the old fucking man would go into the back of the stores and yeah. buy what they right, had to right. buy. <laughs> Nowadays, you don't have to do none of that shit. Nobody yeah. has to do that. Yeah, it was sad times. So, so you put it more or less work, like you're saying, less work. But I used to here. steal my mom's Victoria's Secret catalog. Like, <laughs> I had a drawer full of them shits bro yeah <laughs> all the pages were stuck shout together, out to right? some of those skits on that uh first chronic cd and shit oh the I skits damn you got off on skits bro yeah that's it you that's had to some... do what you had to do <laughs> <laughs> you put the soundtrack to the victoria's yeah. secret catalog boom so that you got a whole porn <laughs> <laughs> no oh. yeah that's a that's a but now you're right easy access to porn too yeah. man and yeah. for kids too, like that's the that's the thing. Like but kids, here's where I think it falls. It falls back on parenting, right? Like, it's always been and will always be about communicating to your kids, like what the fuck is going on, and being honest with them and letting them know, hey, you know, you're gonna find this, but you're gonna find this too, you know. And this is and at what ages do you do that is the question as well, because mm-hmm. the, the the society we live in is so crazy. Right. But at the end of the day, you don't want a kid to grow up too fast, so there's got to be some kind of balance, right? And that I think reveals itself. I mean, I'm not a parent yet, but that's what I hear from parents. It's like they'll let you know when they're ready to ask about this kind of shit, you know. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's a crazy world. You're right. Like if you have Google, I mean, you're gonna have access to anything, you know. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. Uh, going back to uh, when you're talking about Quentin Tarantino and the mm-hmm. cell phones, now we're still on the technology stuff mm-hmm. um, about him not having the cell phones on the set. Mm-hmm. I was at a Kevin Hart, what was it, Irresponsible Tour, mm-hmm. I think it was, um, watching it live in West Palm Beach. And I literally saw like girls screaming and bitching at the cops and like people, oh, I paid $300 for these tickets and the cops are just literally taking out groups of people, like not giving a fuck out of this concert, right? Mm-hmm. And it was all because you couldn't have your cell phone out. Right. That was the fucking reason. Oh, that wow. was the one thing. And at the end of the whole show, for the people who didn't get kicked out, he actually said, okay, you know what? You guys could take your cell phones out. Now let's all take selfies together or whatever or whatever. That's crazy. But all the people in the beginning, you know, as soon as he came out, Kevin Hart's coming out. Oh, oh, oh. Even though they already had signs everywhere you walked, no fucking cell phones. You know what I mean? And I never seen so many people get kicked out of a concert. I'm glad, man. I'm glad, to be honest. You know? Well, he's selling it to Netflix. That's what I realized. So you you can't have this footage floating around that I'm going to sell to another network. This is my routine. He does the same routine everywhere he goes for the tour. So it's like any if you get pieces of it, then what's Netflix going to sell? That's why I love comedy, man, because it's like one of the last like you know sanctuaries for like free speech and for being in the moment oh, for yeah. just enjoying yourself and like not thinking about things too much you know and being like, real the best yeah. comedians are real they're Absolutely. just real they just say the truth and it's fucking yeah. hilarious yeah. that's mm-hmm. music has been like kind of decoded in a way like what's gonna sell what's not gonna sell you know right. what i mean like of course there's always exceptions and unique people that come with unique stuff but you know same with movies yeah like mm-hmm. movies there's a formula there's a template that basically you know you follow that and and you've got yourself a hit right you know? at least Facts. until something better comes out you know yeah but you're right comedy is so freewheeling and it's more about mm-hmm. like uh perspectives right 
than like, it's like what movies used to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you watch Taxi mm-hmm. Driver, like these those early Tarantino movies, the early Spielberg movies, mm-hmm. De Palma, you know, all those guys, you know, it was all about like a, a perspective and a unique take. Now it's like we're trying to make the next Marvel universe. Right. Oh right, yeah. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, no. What they already did make another one. They can make as many as they want now, right? They're trying to make the so next now Twilight. We, now we have. No, stop. Because I know what he's. I know he's about to say. He's about to bring up Batman. Let's do it. Let's talk Just about it. Just because you said that. So <laughs> Robert apparently <laughs> apparently Robert Patterson of Twilight fame. Uh, is the front runner because they confirmed today? WB confirmed. He's today. in Harry Potter too, no? Yeah, he's in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I thought I it was that's a done deal. They haven't because I've no, never it's seen not the a done deal yet. yet. Okay, I saw Twilight. You know. I oh, hadn't. so this is mis- misinformation. Well, apparently he's like right there, but he hasn't signed the deal yet. Oh, so yeah. damn, this backlash might fuck them up. I mean, it was Variety. It was Variety that reported it. Mm, they don't. Okay. That's not like a, yeah, a little real, rag. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a, that's a real publication. That's you know? not your grandpa's. I don't know. That's not a little fucking blog, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Uh-huh. So yeah, twice. So uh, of course we get the backlash from the fans, right? Who already started a petition. I mean, with I think pretty. I think this time they might have a point, you know? Like <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People were upset when they cast Mr. Mom and Beetlejuice as Batman back in the day, mm. and look how that turned out. Mm. You know, what people happened? were upset mm-hmm. when they cast the gay cowboy as Joker. Mm. Look how that turned out. Right. People were upset that they cast a blonde guy as James Bond. Look how that turned out. So mm. it's like people I have were upset that they cast Ben Affleck as Batman. Look how that turned out. Yeah, but people okay. <laughs> Right, but my it's point changing. is people get upset no matter what. That's so, true, right? You know, true. I have to trust that Matt Reeves, who is a very good director. What else has he directed? I don't know. He did the Planet of the Apes movies. He mm. did a uh, Cloverfield. Mm. Mm. The guy's a good director. Okay. Um, okay. You're not. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. You don't fuck with Planet of the Apes? The newer ones, right? The last three? Yeah, yeah. not the Charlton Heston ones. Right. No, <laughs> right. no I thought you were talking <laughs> about the, uh, maybe that. Uh, the no, one. the Planet of the Apes. Was, the one with Mark Wahlberg. That shit came out like in No, that's, that was Tim Burton. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No way. I think that was Tim Burton, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, they're okay. I mean, they're okay. It's about, I think they're, it's more subject matter than the actual movie. I mean, yeah, it's well done, but it's talking monkeys. So like it never, it doesn't resonate yeah. with me. Well, and, I'm going to give him a chance as the bad. I mean, me personally, hmm. I give everybody a chance once I see the art or hear the art. And then after that, I judge solely off the art, not off the person, not off the personality, not mm-hmm. off the... Like you could be a total dickhead. I might think you're a piece of shit person, but if your mm-hmm. music is awesome or your movies are awesome or whatever, I will definitely give you your credit with that. That's the type of person I am. Yeah. Like I judge the art first. So once I see it, then I'll know. And then I'll, I'll be able to tell you whether this, the guy from Twilight is... Well, <laughs> here's the thing too. It's like... An actor, a lot of times, is at the mercy of the director. So, like, okay. how much can we really blame him specifically for Twilight? Uh. Picture, like, being a young actor. He was fucking young at the time, like yeah. 21 uh, years old, you yeah. know? You get a gig like fucking Twilight. Oh, you're set those, for life. Those books were already... Set for life. 
yeah, dude, yeah you're but set I don't for blame life. him for doing but Twilight. But you're typecasted for life, also. I don't think he should from do from our perspective. <laughs> well, I mean, now we're going Birdman. Now he has a it. chance. Now he has a chance to turn it around, though. Right. Turn it all around. Batman is the chance to turn that around. Now we're going yeah. the Birdman with it, he which always, now goes back to Michael Keaton too. Oh, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. So like, now we're in a full circle. Michael <laughs> Keaton caught some backlash because of all of this, because now people are like. Because people are like, oh, people were upset when they cast Michael Keaton. And then people are right. like, yeah, Michael Keaton sucked. Like, he was old and he was, like, hair thinning and blah, blah, blah. You know? When he played oh, Batman? On. Yeah, when he played Batman. Uh, people that are saying that are, uh, I mean, you can't argue that the Tim Burton Batman movies were a success. Okay? How about that? Yeah. Oh, and they And, like, Michael Keaton ended up being a lot doper than what everybody was giving him credit for. Because I was around in 1989, bro, when that movie yeah. came out. I remember the news reports. People yeah. were freaking out. Yeah, it was yeah. Michael Keaton, thing. they thought it was going to go back to, like, the 1960s silly Batman. You Damn, know? you were into the behind-the-scenes stuff even back even then? Even back then, dog. But also, yeah. what about Danny DeVito being uh, the Penguin? Yeah. And, like, all these supporting actors that you had that were, that was like... When I saw the Penguin when I was younger, I was like, that's some freaky-ass shit, yo. This yeah. is some freaky ass shit. Yeah. So like, I remember him doing like the even the even the supporting actors were fucking amazing back then. Just all worked. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. I mean, or it's... I'm biased because that's how I grew up. I right. have no fucking right. idea. Right. Well, I mean, you can't deny the success though, and not only the success, but the template that they uh, used of getting like a really established actor to kind of lend prestige to the movie. Mm -hmm. Like Superman, the Superman movie had done it with Marlon Brando. Mm -hmm. That's why Superman was considered a serious movie and not some like kid shit. It right. had fucking Marlon Brando. Mm -hmm. Same thing with this. They got Jack Nicholson. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tim Burton got Jack Nicholson. That yeah. dude is a big deal. You yeah. know? Um, and that template is still working to this day. Mm -hmm. yeah, Iron Man but... blew up. Why? Because of Robert Downey Twilight Jr. Twilight just oh, yeah, looks like sure. he's going to cry at all times, man. He's just Twilight, you know? It's just like, he's Twilight, dude. <laughs> you sound like a hater right no, now. No, man. He's Twilight, dog. Uh, Fuck that. Like I've never hater. seen the movie, so I've... I've uh, seen it. I, I really can't tell you. I've seen it, and it's the only thing I've seen the, the kid in. And I still say, okay. let's give him a chance. I've seen all his Because the only thing I saw him in was <laughs> Harry Potter. That was it. I never oh, yeah. saw him in the other one. Right. Other things. Well, apparently... He's done a bunch of indie movies since Twilight. And really? He's, and supposedly he's been good in all of them. Hmm. That's hmm. the word, you know? Hmm. So people are saying that he's a legit actor. I know Ivan is really big on him. But is he already typecasted? Like, when you see him in another role, is he Twilight guy? Like, because I've never seen the Twilight movies. Is it that good and so crazy that you fell in love with that character so much that when you see him somewhere else he's still that character right. and i've seen trailers for his other movies and he doesn't look like twilight guy at all he's actually a guy that changes his look very often oh, okay yeah he's a little like so it could be interesting this could be interesting it could be interesting man and and mm. i like that matt reeves said you're you're dying over there bro mm. renee is dying bro mm. go ahead say what you gotta say bro no, no, go no, i'm kidding man go I think okay, go. it's great that <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> it's great that Matt Reeves um, is not casting someone based on like being big and bulky and with the right jawline for why Batman. Why is that great? Mm. What do you mean? Why is to that see great? Because that means he's going for acting ability and mm. not for looks. But isn't it? Didn't those Twilight movies make that kid a uh, like a? Sex symbol to no, but like, that, but I'm saying for the comic book fans, right? That like, okay. like the hardcore fans, they want someone. That's why they like Ben Affleck so much because he's a big dude. He looks like Batman from the comics. You know yeah. what I mean? Ben Affleck, no bueno for me in that. Movie. Yeah, but, yeah. 
yeah. do, do we want to I love see? a lot of the stuff he directs, though. I love, like, The Town and yeah. Gone Girl, all right. that shit. I thought that shit was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I think this this Batman debacle of him being in it was, <laughs> I think, a mistake at that point in his career because he was so hyped as a director at the time. Yeah. And I feel like he just pissed away you know, four or five good years to be a superhero in these failed DC movies. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But do we really want like a emo Batman? You know what I mean? Like I want to see Batman kick ass. I don't want to see him Batman act like all sad and shit. Like, mm. you know, but who do who? I mean, you're assuming all that. I'm though. assuming it because Robert Pattinson always looks like he's going to cry. So if he's like, you know, like but, it's probably going to be a bunch <laughs> of scenes where he's like crying over his parents, crying over Alfred, crying over, uh, what's her, what's her name? <laughs> you sound like such a hater. Like I can't even this believe this. It's gonna be a boohoo the whole time. You so you're basically you've seen the movie already. Then I've basically. seen it in my mind. Son. Let me get a copy, son. You know okay, so with all the technology out, we're gonna hack into the director's uh, uh, computer and we're gonna change the role Bro. or whatever, and then we're gonna control his car yeah. if he doesn't go with the uh, with the choice Turn that we make. Maker, boom. Yeah, it's a little bit harsh, but you know, I don't. <laughs> desperate bro, times, call for this. You know? Damn, he really doesn't want to be. He said, "Turn off the man's pacemaker." Jesus, bro. okay, whoa, okay. that went real dark, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to erase that part. All right, cool, um, bro. You know, I have a lot invested into this movie emotionally, bro. I'm a huge Batman yes. fan. Years, you know what I mean? Years. So I don't know if I'm maybe I'm being overly optimistic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I do believe that like looking at the whole behind the scenes trajectory of Matt Reeves since he got on as director. Right. Mm-hmm. They were negotiating for a long time. Matt Reeves walked away from the deal because they weren't letting him have creative control. And they went back and got him and gave him what he wanted. Interesting. So that alone, like I look at those things mm-hmm. and to me, that makes me trust the movie a little more because I feel like he's coming from a creative place. He has like a real take on what he wants to do with Batman. He's okay. not just making another cookie cutter movie. Right. So with that being said, when I see him cast someone like Robert Patterson, I'm thinking that he's got a good reason for that. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess that's why I'm not that mad at the casting. It'll, it'll never be worse than Val Kilmer and George Clooney, right? So George Clooney. Who cares? Was, yeah. <laughs> George Clooney was as bad as it gets. Man. And when Arnold Schwarzenegger was the freezer guy, what's his name? Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Eesh. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. When was the last time you saw one of those? One of those like... The like, first time the, I saw it, I never watched that shit again. You never watched and it again. I was a kid. I was like, damn, this shit is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jim Carrey as the Riddler was not bad, but... Yeah, every that that series of I don't even know if it was a series were they just independent Batman movies I don't know but they fucking suck was that Schumacher that was Schumacher yeah, yeah. both of those Schumacher yeah that whole stylistic the stylistic um, uh, choices he made were horrible man like straight up I, I don't, don't think it can it can't be that right yeah it won't be that bad no it won't uh, be I mean won't shit be. all no. right so we good. I haven't seen I don't know I haven't seen Matt Reeves what, what are the movies you said he's directed? He did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, oh, yeah. War of the okay, Planet okay. of the Apes. Okay, okay. So he has kind of like a... Kind of well, a- this is what I like about those apes movies. My bad to cut you off. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, what I like about them is that they're big action blockbusters, but they're very character-oriented. They you know are, what I mean? They they're are. very much about character, character development. Like, you know, all the characters are three-dimensional so I feel like that is a style that's very suitable for Batman. Mm-hmm. Like the problem with the Zack Snyder shit, he's just like balls to the wall, man. You know, like fucking Batman kicking ass, and there was like that's nothing. Me. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's what you want to see, <laughs> which is some mindless fucking bullshit. You know, yeah. I I don't want to see that. Yeah, I want to. That's what Batman is to me. 
no way you could say that about all the other superheroes but batman is the least one that you could say that about i think mm. I don't know. Sometimes when sometimes when uh, I'm choosing what I'm gonna watch on Netflix or something to like unwind my day or whatever, mm-hmm. if my life was real crazy that day, you know what I mean? Or even if the stuff that's going on in the world was crazy that day and I was reading about it or something happened or whatever, whatever, I will gravitate towards the mindless shit at the end of the day, to tell you the truth. Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to turn off all the I shit mean. that's really happening like in my real life and in the world today, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. And then there's some days that I'm just like, yeah, I want to get deep and crazy or I yeah. want to watch a crazy thriller or right. whatever. But I think it all depends on my day, depending on what I want to watch. The same way that you, um, what type of music you want to hear. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let's say back in the day I was, I was real angry, right? But then I would listen to Marilyn Manson. And even though it's angry music... I'd feel better after. Right. For sure. You right. know what I'm saying? Instead of me being real angry and then listening to John Lennon's Imagine, which I love John Lennon, of course, and all that shit, but it it, it wouldn't get the the that that feeling out of me. You know what I mean? Angrier. So yeah, you know, like when you when you go out to the when you go to the gym and you work out and then you feel better. Right. You know what I mean? So you're angry, you listen to angry music and then you feel better. I think at the end of the day I'm choosing I'm starting to choose like what I watch or whatever based on my day. Mm-hmm. Like and what's happening in my life to be like, okay, what do I want right now to watch? Mm. Like, instead that, of just randomly watching anything. I have a friend who refuses to watch any cop shows. Like, he just doesn't want to uh, bring any cop energy around him. He's like, fuck that. Yeah, well, fair. same here. Yeah, fair, you know what? Bro. I'll second yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, and I think you make a good point about that. Um, but that's as a consumer. Right. Of course. Right? Of so, course. so what I think is that there's certain properties that you have to understand the properties, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder's version of Superman failed because he didn't understand that Superman is kind of supposed to be some mindless entertainment. It's supposed to be positive. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be more in the vein of like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Optimistic, bright. He tried to turn it into Batman. Right. So that's an example of the property has a certain tone, Doug, that you got to stick to, yeah. you know? Batman doesn't work when it's silly. Batman has to be, I feel like, heavy. You know what I mean? That's why the Dark Knight was so good. The Dark Knight movies. Oh, yeah. You know? That's the best. I yeah. liked Man of Steel with the exception of the opening scene on, on the other planet or whatever, on Krypton. Mm-hmm. Like, other than that, I think that movie was pretty dope, in my yeah. opinion. Okay, you, you think it was pretty dope, but yeah. overall, it's like he didn't even get a trilogy. Superman didn't even get a trilogy. So <laughs> it's like you can say that it was a failure in a sense. Yeah. You know, I, even I, though it I, made money, but it was a failure. It didn't connect the way DC wanted it to connect. Right. Right. Shadi, let me ask you, um, Batman, you say you're real big on Batman. I didn't even know that. But um, is the reason for it is because he's a superhero that's human? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering. Too much fantasy elements like really throw me off, man. That's why I don't fuck with Game of Thrones. I don't. uh, Uh, I've never even seen a single episode. Me neither. Welcome to human We need a bell for these occasions. I know, right? No, we've had. I'm guessing Renee does watch it. No, 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 man. I take insult too, man. You don't like it either. Okay. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. My I. I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons when I was younger. I'm not a video game guy. I'm not none of that stuff. Like I go to work and I do music. Very practical human. Like I'm like, yeah. Oh, the Dungeons and Dragons show. Yeah, that's cool, man. All right. That's what's up. I think Star Wars is like the only thing that I can do that really I love stretches. Star Wars. Yeah. It's yeah. like the only one I can do, I guess, just because I got into it as a kid. You know? Right. 
Right. But now nah, I can't really do. I didn't like Lord of the Rings. I don't like Harry Potter. I'm not really into that kind of stuff, man. I'm more. I'm into the more realistic shit. That's why the ones that I fuck with are like Batman, James Bond. Of like, I can understand James Bond. Of course. He kills people. He fucks women. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what know? about now with the John Wicks? I haven't seen it, but that's something none I, of them? I, I want to see. No, nah, that's something I want to see. No, you haven't seen none of them? Nah, nah, I nah, haven't nah. seen them either. I heard it's really good, though. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... I don't know. Keanu, man, it's, it's difficult to take in some movies, you know? I mean, the way the the way that he's killing people and, and the way that he's an assassin in the movie is almost superhero-like anyway. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. But he's not a superhero. Do you like Constantine? I thought it was cool. Yeah. I think I watched it once. That was a long time ago, though, so I yeah. can't... I can't judge now. I know that people say that he's the worst actor ever or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't either, man. But isn't I, I know somebody told me that it was on the top of a list or some right. shit like that. You can, and when, when he has less, when, when he's doing the action, like the John Wick or whatever, and he has less script, people te- seem to like his movies more. Right. Supposedly what they say. Yeah. I like his old shit. I like Point Break. I like The Matrix. You know what I mean? Like I like oh, yeah. Speed. But yeah. That's it. <laughs> I look at Keanu Reeves like kind of the same way you look at Tom Cruise, right? Bill like, and Ted. Well, yeah, Bill and Ted is great. But I look at those two the same way because Tom Cruise is like an action, like a living action figure to me. Yeah. He's like a living action figure. I don't know how else to explain it. He's but good in everything. It's so funny. Opinion. Well, the thing about them is like you can talk shit about their acting, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can. They're both good. In my opinion, they're both good actors. But I could see how like they can be parodied pretty easily, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you can't talk shit about their catalog, bro. Mm-mm. Tom Cruise is in so many dope movies. Same thing with Keanu Reeves, bro. They got they're in so many good movies that yeah. it's like, how much can you really talk shit about you you know, about their acting? Yeah. You can't you know? because the body of work is good. And they're in lead roles, so it's not even like, you know, you gotta put that on them too, you know? I get that you like, yeah, he's not uh, Robert De Niro, you know what I mean? I right. get it, dude. Right. He's not Dustin Hoffman, but bro, you can't argue with his fucking track record, man. Mm, no, you can't. Neither Robert one De Niro started doing way too many movies. He's Neo. Me. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, he's fucking Neo. That's Come it. Come on. What else? He's play? the one. Yeah, he's the one. Exactly. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is like literally jumping out of airplanes. Yeah. You know, he does all his own stunts, right? Yo, Tom Cruise? Crazy. Tom Cruise. That's because he's an actual action figure. I told you. I'm he's made of plastic. You didn't even know that. He's made of plastic out of a action. box. He's a <laughs> I'm robot trying to, try to tell the, you, dog. Built by the Church of Scientology. You so, didn't, like, you when, didn't know this? Like, like, let's say when he falls after one of his stunts or whatever, they just put that nigga back together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, And he does his next one. <laughs> like, all right. Kill, he's good. Finish yeah. killing this one off. Bring the next one in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It replaces battery and shit. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you didn't know that? That he did all his own stunts? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. There's and I'm talking about like extreme, extreme, like jumping out of planes type I shit. I saw that in the last Mission Impossible. Where he's hanging onto the plane, right? I thought the last one, Mission off. Impossible was pretty good, actually. Yeah. It was not bad at all. Yeah, hanging onto the plane. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a franchise. Well, that... he, he used to do all his stunts back in Cocktail too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what Tom Cruise movie I really like? classic. Color of Money. I don't remember that. Is one. that that's where he's a pull shark, right? Yeah, where he's a pull uh, shark. Yeah, we're on point today, huh? That's a great movie, man. Yeah, and that's I, I wouldn't even remember that movie unless you said it right now. You've seen it though, right? Yeah, and the you, old man teaches him how to play pool. Yeah, so it was it's a lot. I saw it a long time ago, dog. That's a, actually a sequel of an older movie. No shit. Yeah, a sequel or a remake? 
It's a sequel. Because that's when the old dude, which I'm blanking on his name, which like God strike me down because he's a fucking legend. You okay, know? you'll uh, figure it out. When he was younger, he was a pool shark and they, there was a movie about, you know, with him uh, as the main character called The Hustler. Uh, Robert Redford? No, it's not Robert Redford. Dustin Hoffman? I'm not. Just don't do it. I see where you're going already. Don't <laughs> he's got to think of it himself. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah. <laughs> Para Valar La Bamba. Do you still listen to a lot of music? Like for entertainment, or have you oh. kind of just lost that that part? Yeah. Man, it's so that's so crazy. I mean, you know that feeling. Okay, so mm. if I spend eight to ten hours in the studio mm. working on my own music and other people's music and stuff, also you know, since I'm mixing and recording, I got the speakers always in front of my face. Yeah, you mm. know. And at the end of the day, I'll get in my car sometimes driving home. I won't put the radio. Mm. I'll get home and I won't listen to music. Silence. Uh, sometimes, like if I'm gonna go and work out, I won't listen to music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because usually that's when people listen to music, right? You right. Know? And I still do. Don't get me wrong, I do. But I find myself a lot more now not because I'm in the studio so much and I'm working on. Also, when uh when I listen to other people's music, it influences me, and I have a ton of influence. I've been mis- listening to music my whole life, but now when I'm making my own and I'm in my own zone, I don't really want to draw energy from the other stuff because yes. sometimes it throws me off, yes. especially as a producer who can do so many different genres. And then I'm like, oh, well, this person did that, and I just heard it. Let me try to do what I'm doing, and then it kind of ruins what I was doing at the studio because that was just a vibe on its own. Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's that, and that's the reason I don't want to. And sometimes just because my ears are fucking tired, and I'm fucking tired. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sensory overload. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm to a point where I only listen to music in the gym. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only listen to music in the gym. There you go. Yeah. I listen Otherwise, to music all day. Yeah. 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 But you, most uh, people do. You don't make music. That's the thing. Yep. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It gets to a point, man. It, it ruins to- it for you a little bit, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, shit, the whole music business ruins music a little <laughs> bit for you. You know yeah. what I mean? We all know that. It's discouraging. But we man. still do it for the music because yeah. that's the beautiful part about it. And, you know, music music is so powerful. It changes lives, changes moods, changes mm-hmm. changes everything. And it's constantly changing. So it's just, it, you know. Yeah, it's a beautiful art form for sure. And I think mm-hmm. this goes back to what we started at the beginning, which was how technology has influenced music. Mm. And I do think, yeah, there's a saturation of artists and songs. Oh, so much. I like that personally. I think Really? Yeah, but I think it desatur- for for it does a couple of things. It takes away the superstar, right? Because like there's not people don't have album after album after album consistent stuff anymore like you'll hear a song that uh-huh. you love you don't even know who made it or who sings it you know you're just like oh, that's yeah. because of the singles game which is right. from technology right exactly the reason they're doing that is technology so i like the the downplaying of the superstar i don't believe that there should be revered into like a craziness be like i'm a fan of albums not artists you know right so, okay so that's one thing the other thing is that the cream of the crop stands out a lot more so oh. you'd love a body of work, but you wouldn't go see him live. What do you mean? Like you said, I'm a, I'm a fan of the album, but not necessarily the artist. So, so you're you, you like you love the body of work, but you don't want to go see him live because as an artist or whatever. But I love the whole like. It depends on the body of work, and it depends. For example, like if it's Jay Z, I uh-huh. love a bunch of his albums. So because there's so much music of his that I love, of course I want to go see him. Right? Got you. If it's uh, someone that only made one album I love, but I love that album so much, like maybe I'll go see them too. You know what I mean? Like mm. even if the rest of the stuff doesn't resonate with me. You know? But again, artists change, styles change. You know, you don't want to be. And more importantly, as an artist, more you know? importantly, you change. And, and, exactly. and so I've realized that 
there's some stuff I didn't like when I was younger mm-hmm. that as I changed as a man, now I listen to and I fucking love it. Right. Because I didn't fucking understand yeah. it Mushrooms. before. So when you change, the stuff that you like changes and the music you like definitely changes. Mushrooms. I didn't used to like mushrooms and now I eat them up. Like yeah, olives, uh, olives yeah. for me. I used to hate olives as a yeah. kid. Yeah, no, for sure. Your styles change as you as you get older. I never ate mangoes. I'm allergic to mangoes, and I still hate them. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm allergic to them. Damn, allergic to mangoes. Facts. Yeah, man. I went to the hospital and everything. No hospital, shit. throat closed up. No. Whole nine yards. No shit, bro. Yeah. What a sad, sad thing. I know. People tell me that shit all the time. You know that? They're yeah. like, yo, mangoes is my favorite. Yo. You're missing out on life. I'm like, yo. fuck. I'm missing out on life? Can nah. you remember what a mango tastes like? No, because what what ended up happening was I was in the I was in Key West and uh, I was with a, a old friend a buddy of mine and I was younger I was probably like eighth grade or whatever and we had a mango fight so it was kind of it was kind of the sap I think mm. uh, okay. at the end of the day but after that experience whether it was the sap whether it was the mangoes breaking and you know whatever it was I was not gonna go and eat one right after that experience you know what I mean oh Going so you didn't get sick from eating a mango. Well, I mean, it was all over me. We were fighting with each other. We were having a mango war because there was mango trees everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it could possibly be from just the sap. That's very possible. Yeah. Mangoes, Either way, I'm not. Mangoes are so good that it may be worth you trying to get you some answers. Yeah, I would experiment <laughs> at home. Really? Yeah, I yeah. would dip like a fork in mango and put a little on my skin and see if I get like irritation or some shit. Oh. You know? Like, like that, how they do the allergy test. The okay. It's it's definitely worth it, man. Yo, for sure. Huh? <laughs> All right. You're, you're going to take me to the hospital, though. You got to be there. You web MD'd yourself. You're going to pay the bill, too. <laughs> oh, see, now you lost me with that one. Okay. No more mango trying. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's not worth it, man. You know what? Coconuts. <laughs> Fucking, you want to get to the bento box? Let's do it, man. Let's do this. It's the bento box. Yes, sir. Welcome to the bento box. Oh. Uh, oh we cut that a little too early there. That's Welcome to the Bento Box. This is the spot where we basically let you call in and tell us whatever the fuck it is you want to tell us. Uh, we've had a lot of people come in and call in and spit verses. Yeah. Uh, we've had some very interesting callers with interesting accents yeah. uh, with I- identities that we haven't yet verified. <laughs> um, and yeah, man. So, like, so I've been working on my German accent. Like, I f- like realize that if you say Z right at the end of the yes. Welcomes to the dungeons. <laughs> Is that sound German? Put a little more work in. All right. You're almost there, bro. <laughs> and when I say almost, it's like you're not almost there at all. Damn it. All right. All right. So back to the drawing. Board. What's the phone number, man? It's 561-708-0072. Boom. Call in. Boom. Leave a message. I guess. Then I got it right. And let's get to this. We got one today. What up, Dre and Renee? What up? One time for Human Sushi. It's Alex with the Duke Company, man. Just heard the uh, episode 25 oh. with the DUI, man. Nice. Take the second show for me to turn up his music, man. It was uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. Awesome. Great job, man. Um, I always call Shout and out, I forget I to uh, plug in... Uh, my company, like you guys ask, uh, we're the Do Company. It's all about the Do You, and uh, we're at the www.theducompany.com. 
Um, for everyone listening, uh, it's a lifestyle brand. Check it out. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, we've been talking about, you know, maybe coming on the show. and Word. Who knows? Uh, hit us up. Either way, you know our Instagram handle, at the DU Company. <clears throat> Same as Facebook. Um, guys, keep rocking it. Enjoying the shows, man. Peace. 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 Yo, Yo shout man. out to Alex, the Do Company. What was it? The DU Company.com, right? The DU Company.com. And they got dope shit, man. I went on the website the other day. Yeah. Shit is fresh as fuck, man. Yeah, they got dope shit, man. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have them on the show soon. So, yes. shout out to Alex. Shout out to the Do Company. I'm a size medium, dogs. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> how how important is uh like fashion to you when it comes to to hip hop? Oh, I think it's I think it's a it's a part of the elements. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a hip hop element. Fashion, yeah. fashion is a hip hop element, just like beatboxing and rapping is. You it's know, a right? huge part of it to, too. To me, yeah. You know, right. and now now we got uh, Fit Hop, which I just did the last album for uh, Stick from Dead Prez and uh, Coach Nim, which is his artist that signed to uh, to RVG Fit Club, and they have started the new element of basically fit uh, fitness in hip hop. Mm-hmm. So it's called Fit Hop and. Um, it's called Healthy Gangster. That's the name of the album. It's streaming everywhere. You guys can go okay. check that out. Cool. Uh, now that we're talking about the elements of hip hop, yeah. So yeah, definitely fashion. Yeah. Fashion and, and and now with this new one, you got the fitness, the beatboxing, the rapping, the break dancing, the graffiti. You know what I mean? All that together. So I think it's super important to hip hop because it is hip hop. Yeah. It's why is the culture? Why isn't producing a hip hop element? You know what I mean? Well, you got beatboxing. Technically, is I, I I don't know. I think I don't think no. Beatboxing is beatboxing is not an element. No, no. graffiti. It's graffiti, rap, uh, breakdance, breakdance, and what's the fourth one? DJing. DJing. DJing is and the one that started turned it into producer. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I th- I think right? I, I I think that there's a there's 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 a couple more elements to it like i was saying the fashion and and different stuff that has grown mm. from the original four that you're talking about you know what i mean yeah. i think through time everything has has definitely grown especially for hip hop you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's definitely a, a hip hop fashion but i feel like it was a little more pronounced back in the day right like now oh, of course. it's like all the different factions kind of dress alike <laughs> right oh yeah so like back when we were in high school and shit you can tell who was the hip-hop crowd who was the rockers who right. was like the grunge kids oh, fuck that you could tell who was a man and who was a woman i mean come on Jeez. now now we're talking about you Whoa. now you get these guys are painting their nails and yeah so that wasn't how it was back in the day not yeah. saying not anything yeah. against that you know what i mean just back in the day remember when when the men started putting earrings in their ears, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that we was had, considered. We had our, our stuff. Yeah. There was, was stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there, it's not to knock it because now it's regular. To have guys to have earrings is super regular. Right. right. But we were growing up back in the days with a hip hop type of um that vibe of the the nineties vibe. It was like yeah, like anything that you did like that was like that, they would make fun of your ass. Right. You're a target now. Right, right. You know? And I wonder if it's still like that now because it seems like it's not. It seems like it's more like homogenous. All the kids are mm. kind of kind of dressed the same in a way. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Whereas like back in the day, it's like you had to pick your team, dude. Mm-hmm. And yep. the rockers hung out with the rockers and yep. the hip-hop dudes hung out. It's and like, the posers. 
and the posers. We're in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And the little gangsters. You know, that was a whole nother thing, like within the hip hop kind of like genre and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, you know. For me, it was budget restrictions. Like, I can only afford like nerdy ass clothes from Kmart, so I dress like a nerdy ass kid, you know? Uh, <laughs> straight up. Hey, that's better than straight like. Straight from the hood. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's better than faking it, dude. I'll tell you what, I think some of that stuff evolves from the fact that. They want to try to be so original, so bad. Right. You know what I mean? That they, they people start mixing up all these things. They're like, so I can be original. Uh, but a lot of people don't understand that originality is just like being yourself and it coming out naturally. Naturally, like right. you don't even know that you're fucking original. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the beginning, the most original people, they don't even fucking know. Sometimes even after they blow up and whatever they do in any type of thing, right, right. they still think they're not original. You know right. what I mean? But they're original. They just That's just who they are. Yeah. But then when you try too much to be it, then you get all these mixed shit you're trying to do and yeah. and then you don't know who you are. Then, then when we look at you, we know you don't know who you are. Right. It comes right. across. Yeah, I was definitely. I I kind of freaked out when I first saw Odd Future, okay. Because I'm so conditioned to what a hip hop do Group. artist is supposed to sound like, you know what I mean, and look like. More yeah. importantly, right? Yeah. And they sound pretty, or at least to me, the early shit sounded pretty traditional hip hop. Like mm-hmm. I don't think their sound was that crazy, mm-hmm. but the way they looked and they're like skaters and they yeah. dress like totally did like that shit kind of bugged me out. I had mm-hmm. you know it took me a little while to like to be to realize how original they are Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that kind of set off this whole new wave in a way Mm -hmm. i I don't think odd future gets enough credit man oh i mean shit frank ocean and definitely blew up out of out of them yeah like as far as the group yeah and then you got tyler of course yeah tyler's huge but as a group you're right like that wasn't an um that wasn't like when you look at Wu-Tang and you look at these other rap groups mm-hmm. and then you look at them and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is definitely different. But that's that was good. Yeah. Shit. That was good for them, man, because being different actually worked. Yeah. You know, I feel like, but yeah, um, I can see I see what you're saying. Uh, Pharrell, Pharrell had been doing the skating thing for a little bit, too. And little Wayne, little Wayne, yeah. you know, what I mean? yeah. yeah. So I think it was already uh, the cultures were already melding together, you know. Right. Yeah, they made it okay for Odd, but Odd Future went all the way with. They it. went all the way with. Yeah. It. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is cool. I love their style from the beginning. You know, if anything, I like the style more than some of the music. You know what I mean? Like, the, they're the first group I think where I saw like pop up shops. Like they would go to different cities and just do pop up shops for like two days or or even uh, just a day. Yeah. They put all their merch inside the fucking store. There's lines of kids outside trying to get in. They would meet the kids when they came in. They would buy all the merch. They leave, be sold out, go to the next city, pop up another day, mm-hmm. lease out a little space for one day. Super popular, got the merch. I mean, shit, that's smart as fuck. Yeah, that's another thing. Their marketing was off the charts, and Come it's, on. and it worked. It worked. Like the you know the ideas were off the charts, but it still worked. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I like what they did a lot. There's a lot of I've heard rumors that they've kind of had a machine behind them the whole time. Okay, don't they say that about everybody though? Right. Like if yeah. they, I think the concept of overnight and like somebody always behind that person that makes it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just a thought of like, yeah, dog. I mean, at some point, somebody's got to come behind you and fucking bring you in the circle. You know what I mean? But yeah. to work up to, to say that they, they had somebody behind them from the beginning, uh, I don't even. Yeah, at the beginning, everybody. Because I feel like himself, everybody yeah. says that about people that fucking blow. Yeah. Right. You right. know? Right. Yeah. But there is something to be said for nowadays, I think, 
companies find value in uh, artists and people thinking that a certain artist is independent. Does that make sense? Right. So that's something we market it that way. Right. That's yeah. something we see a lot more now. So I don't know if Odd Future was a part of that or not, or maybe uh, they kind of okay. like set that off or something. Gotcha. I don't know, but it's gotcha. cool now to look like you're indie, even though you may have a team behind you already. You know right, what I mean? right. That's a marketing. Did it strategy. all myself. It costs a lot of money to look broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it costs money to look broke. That's yeah, a good way yeah. to put it. Um, that, that that is crazy. I I think a main reason for that is there's no more artist development at a record label. Yeah. Like that yeah. department, that used to be a big department. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That department yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. That's anymore. a good point. Nowhere. Yeah. They're looking for you people. need to do your own artist development. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you they're already trying to find the whole package already ready to go. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But also remember, um, that's just for a record deal. Nowadays, you got these sub companies of Sony Universal, all these people that they they offer distribution deals that you pay them to do the stuff they would do for you if you were on their label. But you're recording your own album, you're shooting your own videos, you're doing your own promo with your own money, mm-hmm. and you can just use them as another service distribution. Right, right. You get what I'm saying to right. to the stores, outlets, whatever whatever the case may be. So now you're in a whole nother game. Where you technically can do it all independently. If you had the independent investor, you have the money, whatever the case may be, yeah. and just use those big record labels as their as the as for their services and not as a bank. Right. Because that's what they were at the end of the day, back in the day, it's a bank. It's a loan. Right. Yeah. The ironic part is though that most artists are terrible business people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, come on, of course. Like and most not a lot of people actually are pretty good. It's, it's a very rare not rare, but it's a very uh, select group of people that are good at business, you know, yeah. like naturally. Yeah. Especially yeah. that are good at both. Right. That's another oh, subgroup. Yeah. That's an, that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's even more rare. I That's fight cool. with that shit all the time. Yeah. You know right. why? Because um, I've ran my business for, for 12 years now. And at the end of the day, it's not about, uh, for me, it's not about like knowing how to do both and being good at both. It's really about like, which one do I really want to spend more time with? Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So at the end of the day, when I'm doing a lot of business, I'm like, fuck, I'm not creating art. Right. I wish I had somebody to do this for me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yes. but then the other side of me is like, I don't want to trust nobody with this with, with this type of shit. <laughs> right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Also, not the trusting to get the right person to do it, not just anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, and you have to pay for it. Of course. Of course. But th- that's what I'm saying. Is the is the pay worth? having the time to keep creating and being an artist right you know which one is more important at the end of the day if you can do both which one is still where you want to spend your time yeah and that's i would admit that's been a lot of my drawback as a rapper you know with Mm. all the other shit i've done i've I've tried to put a focus on the business side of it like the comic book and all the the movie shit i've done Mm -hmm. um even the podcast Mm -hmm. but as an artist, I just wanted to be an artist, man. And, and that might have been a mistake because I left the business side um, for a long time in other people's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to varying degrees of success, like, you know, some records that we put out were for our level successful. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but, yeah, maybe I could have done more myself with what I know now from promoting all these other things that I've promoted and shit. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I could have done a little more for my music career, but hey, mm-hmm. you choose. It's it's like you said, it's either one or the other, and, right. and it's all about right. time. Are you going to dedicate this time to your craft, mm-hmm. or are you going to mm-hmm. dedicate it to the business? You know, mm-hmm. right. I dedicated mine to the craft. I love being in the studio. 
Right. You know, that's what I love from the shit is being in the studio. I don't necessarily love all the other parts of it. You know, fuck, man. I mean, if you're a creative person, you fucking hate business. Usually yeah. 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 most creative people hate fucking business. It's two different I mean? sides of the brain. And right? people who mm-hmm. love fucking business are like, you know, not really that difficult. creative yeah, they have difficult or artsy. Creative. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like it is what it is. They're just yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely hard to do both, man. I could see how you could think that you you could have done it. You know what I mean? Right. Now that you're you're into all the other stuff, you realize, damn, man, like even even the guy who was hustling for me, I should have been hustling on top of him. Exactly. Or pushing him harder. Or at the end of the day, what if while he was sleeping, I was pushing the business side? Yeah. And then so the business is 24 seven and, you know, but you you just wanted to be creative and stay in that zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the people I was working with, it's not even that they were doing a bad job. They were doing a good job. I just, I could have contributed to it right. a little more. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I was busy, you know, right. perfecting shoddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know. And at the end of the day, if somebody's going to uh, do a deal with anybody or do any type of business, you know, people want it to be face to face with the actual person. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like when I, uh, like, I'll, like somebody could call me and be like, yo, I need some studio time. Be like, yo, I'm not available. But I have this engineer that I trust or whatever producer that I trust that got you. And they're like, nah, we want you. Like, it's just it's you. Or like, oh, here's here's um like hit me on an email or call this person. And then, you know, you could book through them and then I'll, and, and then I'll show up or whatever the case may be. No, no, no. We want to talk to Brandon. Mm-hmm. Yo, know, it's always like, you know, when people are doing business, they want to do it with the person that they're, you know, giving the money to. Mm-hmm. So it's like right, right. you being around more of the business side would have let more of that happen. That's a good point. You get yeah. what I'm saying? That's a good point. Yeah, you're dealing with people. You got to understand like that. And that's a point I was going to make about the way the music industry has gone today. Anyways, you're selling yourself. You're not selling True. your music. Right. So and it's the same thing with the business side. Like you got to sell yourself as someone that's dependable that you want to, you know, invest money in. You're talking about right. people investing a lot of money in you. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And to get over that line where you actually get that big check or you actually make it what people consider making it, I feel like there's actually really a fucking line, man. Like, there's mm-hmm. a line that you got to push. There's people that make it and there's people that don't. It's mm-hmm. that fucking simple, right. man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's people that got the fucking X Factor and there's people that don't. Mm-hmm. It's right. that simple. I don't care how ill you are or skilled you are or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about making it. You got to pass that fucking bar. You know what I mean? When you Which, however way you do it, right? Everybody does it in a whole bunch of different ways. Right. Yeah. But to cross the bar, there's not a lot of people that cross the bar. Right. In life, in general, when you look at how many billions of people there are, you're saying right. just overall success. Not, yes. Not like album sales. Yes. And exactly. Like no money. success in anything. Right. Over that success yeah. line to yeah. where like yo, that's success. Yeah. Gotcha. You know. Which is what living off your art. Sure, but maybe even even more than maybe that. Beyond that, like yeah, like let's say like you were directing movies and you were living off your movies or whatever, but you wanted this big budget to do this really mm. crazy thing that you wanted. You know what I mean? So that's Just another like, line. To the, yeah, to the point of like where you're not even worried about the money to make the art that you want to make. You're just you're doing, doing what it. you want, and you still got money to live and do what else you want in your personal life. Mm. You know, once you get to that, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you need the fame. You right. know what I mean? People cannot know you at all. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like a Max Martin who writes tons of fucking hit songs and has a net worth of two hundred fifty million dollars, but he don't have an IG or Twitter, and mm. you don't know him as a songwriter or a music producer. Like, but the people in the industry do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he wrote "I Can't Fill My Face with You" and Britney Spears stuff and stuff all the way from Pink and all that stuff. But he's not like somebody you would know, like a Pharrell or something like that. But right. 
Yeah. I bet you he covers the check at dinner. I'd be scared of Dre getting money. Of me getting money? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Why? What do you think I'll do? Because I think he'll go overboard with the conspiracy shit. He'll have like a panic room <laughs> in his house and shit. Uh, he's going to be the aviator? He'll have, a, he'll have an accountant to check on his other two accountants and shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like the way you think, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would, yeah. I'd give you a tinfoil hat before you come <laughs> exactly. record. Yeah, we'd like, be all wearing like, tinfoil hats. Wand me and shit as I come into your house, you know? <laughs> oh, man. I want one of those men in black. Uh, things to make oh, no. it erase your memory. The, the men in blacks now are women now. Yeah, you seen it? Of course they are. I know. Don't you don't want to start me with? Of this. course. I, no. I, yeah. I, I feel I the same say, way. I can't talk about that on the on the air, right? Yeah. I mean, we, well, do, my ghost, we do it all. My the time. Ghostbusters are women now too. I'll mm-hmm. say that. And my men, the men that in black move, are women. Hold sucked. on. What else? My my last Jedi is a woman. Hold on. I could keep going, but I'm not because I kind of think you know where this is going. Yeah. No, I do. And and I'll say this. Right. Like there's certain there's certain places where I think it works like. Sure. Of course. Like Star Wars. Nobody said that the next Jedi or whatever had to be a man. So that Mm -hmm. I get it. You know. Right. Ghostbusters. (laughs) You know, like some of the other ones. They're talking about making a James Bond a woman. Those are the kind of things. Really? I haven't heard that. That's crazy, but I, I believe it. Ghostbusters would have been fine if it worked, but it was not a good movie. So, and the original was so great. So uh-huh. it's like that's why I didn't like Ghostbusters. Now it came out. What your first Avenger is a, is a woman now? First right. Avengers, uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think we can keep going. I just right, and I don't think that we're it's... back on the Marvel train, y'all. <laughs> yeah, for real. We brought up <laughs> yes, Marvel. Thank you. Um, what I think is that it's kind of insulting to women you know Mm. it's kind of insulting because it's like why do they have to piggyback off male characters in order to be successful interesting wow that's interesting yeah i never even thought about create create original female characters Mm -hmm. that's my thing but you don't think that they see it as empowerment right now but like why like, do women they don't see it as a good thing like you just said it as they see it as a negative thing but i definitely think they're seeing it as a good thing why do women need to be not all of them but why do women need to be exactly like men in order to be thought of as being valuable? You know what I'm saying? Like women can have their own value in their own way and they don't need to do what men do to have value. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's where I think the error is in the feminist movement right now when they say like, oh, let's make a woman James Bond. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, what are you proving with that? You know what I'm saying? Like make an original female spy character. You know what I mean? And like, right. And, is and it about do, and do it the way a woman would do it? You know what I mean? Is it about a female rising up, or is it about replacing a man? <clears throat> and right. that makes you question the the movement, you know. Right. So, like, what is the goal here? Is it to replace men? Like, mm. you know, it just makes me question the whole thing. Well, then you have a whole movement of man being woman and woman being man, and we're just humans, and that's that at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, there's two sexes, you know, male and I just, female, and what, then there's like gender is can be a spectrum can be considered a spectrum oh i got you yeah okay yeah that's a good way to explain it Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i think is that we should embrace our differences instead of trying to make this equality thing is not it's a concept that doesn't exist in nature Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as equality in the animal kingdom Mm -hmm. there's no such thing like that's a fact it's a hierarchy just like we are you know what i'm saying and yeah it's a pyramid dude some people are on top some people are on the bottom it's just the way life Uh, works and what was i talking about earlier that line right you know what i mean you gotta get past that line right let me tell you you can't but you can't force equality you can't have like this outcome that uh, you know 
with like a quality of outcome. You can't have that, man, because the outcome is never going to be 50-50. It's, it's never going to be equal. Yeah. Yeah, man. Facts. That, I think we should wrap it up after that. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, but shout out to all the women. I love you guys. Yeah. I that, love women. That's definitely going to be. I love the women in my life. So. <laughs> You know, how the, the end fuck of the day. did I fail women's studies? I love bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That was Redman. That was high. high. Yeah, 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 that's amazing. Yeah. Did they ever make a, 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 a second one, a sequel? They're doing a sequel, no, but, but it's with yeah. two Dave other East, rappers. Think, Don't tell right? me, Dave East? Two yeah. other rappers. It's oh, a Dave, Dave East. East? Yeah. No way. And like Yachty or one of these other Lils. No, one shut of up. Lils. One of the Lils or the Youngs. Oh, Lil yeah. Yachty Pump. Lil Young. Lil Uzi Yachty Pump. Yeah, uh, man. No, I, I know we'll get some flack because it's three dudes talking about feminism on yeah, the podcast. But you know, it's like we should all talk about. That's no, the, we all love well, the women. But Listen, we welcome anyway. we welcome this conversation with female or male people. It's just about having the conversation. And female I, callers call in now. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely <laughs> chime in. You know, but yeah. you know, feel free to berate us if you want. That's another. That's something you hear, and I know th- I don't want this to take us on another thirty-minute tangent. But no. I'll just. Uh, but I'll say this: that's something you hear a lot in the abortion argument too. It's like, uh, why do men even have an opinion? I thought we were wrapping this up, and you uh, went there. No, I know we were this, wrapping this it up, and then bring, he's this like, dude's no, pulling hold up. on. I already know Renee's pulling up stats and shit. <laughs> in 1999. <laughs> the fucking yeah, man. That's that's an argument. That's it's a little funny to me. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me because. It doesn't address the concerns of the pro-life crowd, okay. which, by the way, I'm not in. I'm complete. I'm pro-choice. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. You okay. know? But the pro-life crowd does have an argument mm-hmm. and you owe it to them to at least listen to the argument and not demonize the whole case as mm-hmm. like they're trying to control our bodies. You know, like, right. it, it's not about that. And then they make it so bad that it's like if you're a man you shouldn't even be commenting on this issue and that's mm. where you lose me because it's mm. like we're all in this shit together man mm-hmm. you know oh yeah i know and and that baby that you may or may not be having could be a man or a woman so what are we really talking about here Ooh, you know that's a good point too. yeah yeah i agree 100 percent, man i think um you know the the argument exactly like people sh- want to shine a light on like oh this is crazy like how are you trying to control my body but really, they're coming from a place of trying to protect life, right? That's the pro-life argument the is pro-life. we're trying to protect life. Right. So both both sides, I'm pro-choice also. Both sides have a very good argument. In the end, I think it comes down to the stats showing that abortion is going to happen anyways. And if you make it illegal, it's going to be more and more dangerous for mm-hmm. women. So, yes. so we've seen the results of that. We've seen what happens when you try to restrict abortion which by the way it's at its lowest it's ever been um and it's been declining since 1990 and it's at its lowest in 2016 what do you mean at its lowest like the amount of abortions that happen the amount of abortions yeah Mm. interesting yeah it's at its lowest uh you know there's been a couple of years like i think 2008 and 2012 where it peaked for spiked yeah spiked but um other than that it's been on a decline since the 90s and you know, pro-life people will argue that that's because they've been restricting it more. Pro-choice people will argue that it's because of education, right? And having the, you know, sex ed in schools right. and, and... Safe sex right. and abstinence. Exactly. And and uh, prophylactics, et cetera, right? So um, it's a really complicated issue, but we've seen the results of not having it available for women. We've seen that, it, you know, it can be barbaric and a woman really in a scenario where it might be harmful to her body or where... 
or for whatever reason, really, she doesn't want to have the baby, she should have the choice. You know? Right. And, and I think what the real question is here, and it's the question that the other side or the, the pro-choice side refuses to address, is when does a human life actually begin, mm-hmm. right? And that's not something that has any sort of like scientific basis. This is just a matter of perspective. So like, for instance, how do we know that at 18, you're an adult? We don't. Mm-hmm. You might be an adult at 18. It may take me until I'm 32 right. to be an adult. You and know is that I'm a saying? physical or a mental but, thing? Right. So it's like something that we all had to come into. We had to come to this consensus. So like, okay, it's 18. At 18, we're going to give certain rights or whatever. So I think the real argument that needs to be had between the two sides in abortion is when does life actually begin? The pro-life argument of that is that it begins at conception scientifically like it's it's a scientific fact that life begins at inception right when you mm-hmm. def- when you think about the definition of life etc mm-hmm. um obviously you know the pro choice argument is oh, well that's a bunch of cells you know they don't have thoughts they don't have heartbeat they don't have feelings they can't feel pain you know so mm-hmm. again you know it, then the pro life argument for that is like okay so if you're paralyzed and you can't feel pain from the neck down i have the right to like stab you in the leg no right because regardless <laughs> You have rights as a human being, so right. that you know again, it's and a the right really to stop your heart pace. Uh, what was it? Uh, your pacemaker. Yeah, like you but can look, stop your pacemaker. But the pro-lifers are losing because right now, because abortion is legal. So if anybody needs to gain some ground, it would have to be the pro-lifers. So mm-hmm. in order Which to gain that Alabama. ground, well, okay, that's one state, and it's not, and it's not like abortion is illegal. It's abortion is illegal after six weeks or something like that. Which so, is most women don't find out until after like. You know, eight, ten weeks or something. Yeah, you know, just gonna have to be more careful in Alabama. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's not cool, guys. Don't drive, go to Alabama. Drive across state lines, you know, but that's that shouldn't be the case. You know, it just shouldn't be. It, it shouldn't be the case, but I. So you think it should just be legal across the board? And I, what about what about um, late term abortions? Mm. Yeah, no. See, there, that's that's a line. Like you're gonna. Said, yeah. There's there's a point where that's a human life. So yeah. you're, you're you're now you're well, putting the rules on it, right? You're adding I mean, the we rules, have to, the guidelines. We, we have to come to some you know sort of a consensus where both uh, sides yeah. can like come to an agreement right. on this. It's like not black and white. Because it's a philosophical saying. thing more than anything. It's Pretty like much. the adult analogy that yeah. I gave. Like, how for, do you know who's an adult? You know? And then what about for the people that's a religious thing? And it's a different thing for a bunch of people. Yeah, but we can't just appease to a religion. I don't yeah. I don't believe I'm religion. just saying what it is for certain people. Right. Like for different people. It's but, you know, the religious shit. people are going to have to eat that one, dog. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck what you believe. Like that that shouldn't be part of the law. You know what I'm saying? Like you're uh-huh. gonna have to just just swallow that one, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, if they believe it strongly, so their voice is gonna be heard. You know, so yeah. Well, right. their religion is the law, so to yeah. them, that is the law. It's the higher, right. So so it's the don't have law. an so don't have an abortion. Yeah. It's the you know highest calling. I'm just saying, if you're religious, people got don't have reasons. One. Right, right. But like, it's the argument is pro-choice, though. Mm-hmm. Like not everyone's a Christian, you know what I mean? Right, so like of course. If, yeah. So if you if you're a Christian and you don't believe in abortion, there's a simple way to practice that. Mm-hmm. It's by not having an abortion. And and what you're saying is we just we gotta come to a um an agreement together. It's mm-hmm. not all black and white like you're saying. It's mm-hmm. gotta be something where we can all agree what? with the guidelines and da 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 da. That'll yeah. never happen. Never ever will that ever happen. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things we could talk about that's that's that will never that's happen. the black and white. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then we could go from the abortions to guns to this and that to drugs to and it's all yeah. the same right. Same uh what what's it called? Um 
yeah, it's the same, same dynamic. argument. Yeah. Same, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same, same dynamic. Yeah, yeah, because it's both because there's so much room in the middle where All thought where area. thought and reason lives. The gray area, but they're like both sides are occupying the edges, bro. Like right. the far rights and the far lefts. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And that seems Facts. to be, and that's why they're not hearing each other, man. Yeah, because they can't cut through the middle. You I know? agree. I think the most important point you made is that they need to stop demonizing the, each other's argument. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. see that it's coming from a from a good place on both sides, really. Yeah, because yeah. conservatives argue we're smarter than you, and liberals argue we're better people than you. Right. Mm-hmm. Think right. about it. All every liberal argument against a conservative is that these people are evil. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. They don't have no feeling. And yeah. conservatives are just like y'all dumb as fuck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. How could you not know this is better? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about logic, logic versus feeling, or feeling versus logic, mm-hmm. logic versus. I feel like that's soul. the name. Of- I feel blah, like blah, that's blah. the name of a rap group. Logic, <laughs> logic and feeling. Well, feeling. there already is a logic out there. There is a logic. Right, you so just got to come out as feeling. You're late. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm talent, son. <laughs> logic sure sounds a lot like feeling to me, though. <laughs> that boy's emotional. Yeah, emotion. He's um, dope, though. I like logic. Emojis. Yeah, yeah. I, I never fucked with him, man. No, no. I even tried to put me onto logic like early, early, and I was like, yeah. nah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. But also, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit I'm not feeling, bro. My yeah, scope yeah, yeah. of like rap that I listen to, especially nowadays, is very, very slim, bro. Right, right. Yeah, I listen course. to like Rock Marciano and okay. West Side Gun word, and Conway. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and ba- that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listen right. to Abso. I like Abso. Like you know, obviously Kendrick and shit. Yeah. yeah. But a lot very, of the time, it, it, remember how I was saying uh, before, like usually I'm listening to my own music in the studio and then I'm not listening to anything after. Mm-hmm. When I do, it's more like uh, I'm listening to like Jacob Banks or like the Black Keys or Arctic Monkeys. Black Keys or, are dope. Or Love like, the Black Keys. Yeah, I've Love seen Arctic them, Monkeys. I've seen them live. I've seen both of them live. I saw uh, I saw uh, Arctic Monkeys at Electric Pickle. It was a long time oh, ago. Man. Me too. I think I was there. Word? Yeah. That's and I saw up. them also at um, the Fillmore too. Oh, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, I saw Odd I saw, Future at the Fillmore. At the I, Fillmore, I saw yeah. ASAP Rocky at the Fillmore. That's crazy. That's dope. They all were jumping on stage with bulletproof vests on. I like that venue, man. You know what's cool about Odd and, Future? And, uh, uh, chili Pepper. That's what you're talking about, right? Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, at the Chili Peppers. Is that what you saw? Sheesh, that's back in the day, bro. Arctic no, Monkeys. No, 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 no. It was at the Electric Pickle. At the Electric Pickle. And oh. in Winwood downtown. Oh no, okay. it's a small I saw venue. I saw the like chili peppers yeah. back in the day, yeah. bro. Revolution, Jesus. that's what it is now. Revolution, okay. Revolution. Is that what Revolution used to be called? Chili pepper? No, yes, yes. No shit. Chili pepper right. was like downstairs, like underground almost in the Okay, grove. so they had two. In the Grove. Oh, no, I think, I think that's iguanas or something like that. Yeah, nah, maybe it was. Chili uh, pepper Blue was. Blue martini. Bro, listen. <laughs> the way the clubs. Just throws names out. The way the clubs change in Miami, bro. <laughs> it's every second there's a new name, a new place. In 609. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Oxygen. I think it's time to abort this podcast, bro. <laughs> Cream. We're pro choice here, pro-choice. so we're going to abort this shit, bro. Yo, man. Beat Wave. I appreciate you coming through, brother. I appreciate oh, you guys I appreciate bringing you me too. on, man. I don't know what to thank call you, 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 but I appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> what Beat Dove? What'd you say? He didn't <laughs> tell me. He said I couldn't <laughs> yeah, call him Brandon. Yeah. I couldn't call him Miami Beat Doves. <laughs> What's, where can they reach you, man? What's your uh, social at media? At Miami Beat Wave or MiamiBeatWave.com. Everything's at Miami Beat Wave, Instagram, Twitter, all <laughs> that shit. Or just beat me because I got rid of my cell phone because of this technology uh, talk <laughs> and how it's going to fucking... Uh, 
eat us alive one day. I'm throwing my phone away after this. I'm gonna get a beeper so you could just page me. I love it. Kind of like a doctor. I love it. Cool. You're I'll give you the a, number, Shotty. You're gonna find pay phones and shit too to yeah, call yeah, people yeah. back. I funny funny enough funny enough story. I went to Hawaii last year and they got pay phones everywhere. No in shit. Hawaii. I swear to God. Huh. It's crazy as fuck. Huh. Yeah. Wonder why. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I they, tried to figure it out too. I mean, they've been hit by a surprise attack before. They're probably like, we might need these. We might need some, some fucking phones. We might need to communicate, bro, in hey. case another Pearl Harbor oh, happens. Hey. Well, wow. maybe I'll just be in Hawaii with my beaver. Too soon. Too soon. Speaking of Hawaii, Tulsi Gabbard all day, bro. What? I fucks with her. Tulsi Gabbard oh, for president. Tulsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Is like she her, Hawaiian. Man. She's Hawaiian. She's a congresswoman from Hawaii. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that on the next show, though. All right, Tulsi for president. Um, you could check us out on Instagram at Human Sushi Podcast. Uh, check out the website, humansushibar.com. We still have a little, you know, contest going. So you sign up to the mailing list yeah. and you'll be entered in the contest. And at some point we're going to draw out a name and you can go on the website and pick anything out from the Human yeah. Sushi store. Somebody already won a cool hoodie. So Word up. keep signing up. Shout out to our winner. Shout out to everybody that uh, signed up for the mailing list. Everybody that's been hitting up the Human Sushi hotline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shout mm-hmm. out to Miami Beat Wave for yes, coming yes. through. Mm-hmm. And let's wrap B-dubs. this bitch up. <laughs> B-dubs <laughs> in the building. Anything else you got, Renee? Nah, man, that's it. You said it all. All right. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> Human Sushi, we're out. That was a strong ending. Really like strong. It. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> It was cool, like, was like cool. the Twilight guy being bad. Are we still recording? Let's go smoke some marijuana, man. <laughs> Peace, y'all. It was cool. <laughs>